Hello out there, guys and gals. Just a reminder, you're beautiful. Happy Friday, and once more, welcome back to another edition of FewerCast, our Film Effect Weekly Entertainment Recap Podcast, dedicated to all the latest news and entertainment in film. My name is Ed, and please welcome my co-host for this week, Andrew, Corey, Sean, and special guest, Carlo from the Movie Loot. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Howdy, hi, hey. Yippee-ki-yay, mom. <laughs> It was hey, kind of close, dude. That was that was very close. Uh, howdy, hi, hey. Have <laughs> so many people. We one. should have a set order for this shit. <laughs> one by one. I love You're it. gonna have fun editing. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't oh, know. Dude, no, I'm, I'm keeping it as love is. Fuck it. This is how. <laughs> this is how we do. Uh, but before we break bread, I want to remind our listeners to check us out on both Facebook and Instagram at the Film Effect Podcast for all announcements and up-to-minute updates. Follow us along on Twitter at Film Effect Pod to interact and socialize with us. And if you're a TikToker or there were TikTokers, follow along at Film Effect Podcast. And finally, please send along any questions, selections, or suggestions to the Film Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Send us five-star ratings and positive reviews whatever, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or by going to the filmeffectpodcast.com slash reviews. Pick your poison. Leave your reviews, opinions. Everyone loves options. Just take 60 seconds out of your time. It's all it takes. Leave your feedback. That'd be totally awesome. Now that I got all that out of the way, let's tighten that grip and get on with the drip. Uh, first and foremost, I want to bring up real quick before we get in the news. Um, nothing but trouble has been just fucking skyrocketing. I don't know what it is about that episode, but I've we've never had a first week run like that episode's doing. Like I'm seeing the the, the numbers each day, and like I, of all the films that we've covered over the last year and a half, fucking nothing but trouble is the one that takes the goddamn cake. Ah. Nothing but gold. Y'all are weird, but I love it. I love that movie. I love, I love that episode. It's all them digital underground fans, man. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. I haven't seen that movie in years. I, I know. Corey was saying the same thing when uh, we were doing it. But it's I, I was telling him the other day just how crazy that, you know, the numbers for it. It's just, I, I've never seen an episode, like, first week numbers the way this episode has been doing. So, Keep it going. I hope you guys are enjoying it at least. Uh, and if you're new to the show by listening to Nothing But Trouble, welcome. This is our weekly, you know, I, I told you all at the top of the episode. Fuck it. This is what we do every Friday. <laughs> Enjoy what we got. Um, all right. First line of news. Not really the movie related, but uh, Taco Bell announced the Mexican pizza's coming back May 19th. I've already got the fucking date. No. And I think this Crickets. is bigger news to you than anybody else. I need to break Come it down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this has been a letter that's been away for like the last two years. They just randomly announced, oh, we're just going to discontinue the Mexican pizza. Oh, it's only the best item on the menu. But When are they bringing back the Nacho Bell Grande? They never got rid of it, dude. You can get one right now. I thought they did. I thought they did. See how often I go there? Ed gets that shit probably every day. I remember the old days. We get the Grande combo. You got the nachos. I got a quesadilla. The only thing that they changed on the the Bell Grande over the years is uh, they no longer have the chives on there. 
And that's been a while. I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I had a nacho bell grande with chives on it. My so. problem, my problem with Taco Bell is if I don't eat it in the parking lot, it literally just kind of reduces yeah. into itself. Like I literally like, have to eat it in the parking lot for it to taste like, somewhat like, like me. Food. You gotta like plan that shit. Like you gotta like make sure you've got like the quickest route possible planned out so you can get home and like make sure you've got nothing else that's in the way because if if you miss it. That shit becomes extra soggy, like the meat falls through the bottom of the taco. For some reason, over the last like handful of years, like I feel like half the tacos I ever get now from there have like they they're dipped in something because they're like soggy on like one end of it. It's just it's disgusting, but I don't know. I still eat it because it fucking tastes good. <laughs> it's disgusting, but I still eat it every day. Oh, I still love it though. Taco Bell can't take Should that shit away from me. I'll buy that for me. a dollar. That's right. Your blood type is probably spicy. But uh, dude, I'm f- I'm so fucking excited for this the Mexican pizza. I'm salivating thinking about it right now. It's been two years since I've had one. It's gonna be great. I'll document the whole fucking in- in- in encounter when I first get one. So anyway, moving along the news that are movie related. First off, uh, Lionsgate announced this week that they're interested in bringing back both the Leprechaun and Blair Witch franchises. Did you guys hear this shit? Jesus Christ! Come on, something to talk about. No, I mean, no, 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 Leprechaun. When is the last time a good Leprechaun film came out? All right. In all seriousness, I really didn't mind the the last one that they put out a few years ago. Leprechaun didn't Returns. Didn't that just come out? Like when you're saying it, bring it back, didn't it, it just come out like five years ago or something like that? Yeah, but I think they're trying to do something where like they're gonna do like. A yearly thing, because they mentioned uh, on the articles that I read about it that it's uh, they're pushing or insinuating that it's going to be uh, like one of the what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Streaming, duh, streaming services like whether it be Netflix, Hulu, Shutter, whoever wants to be in business with Lionsgate with these franchises, because it's same thing with Blair Witch. I mean. I don't know. They've been trying to do something look, with Blair Witch for a while. All right, here's here's the thing with Blair Witch, man. The first one, it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked for the, the time whole gimmick period. for the time. I remember going to see it with a buddy of mine at the time, Cedric McCoy. He's a, a police officer now, but Golden he and I went down to the uh, no, no, no. We we went down to the Charles. Yeah, the Charles. It was. Nice. It was when it was when it was still like a pre-press run. Yeah, because it came out two weeks Sanchez, early. Yeah, Myrick and Sanchez did a Q and A afterward. That's when you found out they're like, oh, okay, guys, so we maxed out thirty grand on the credit card. Here's how we made that film. Um, so that that one worked. It was kind of odd though because one of the guys that shows up, one of the random Burkittsville town people, Cedric's like, um, I used to take an acting class with that guy. We're, while we're watching the movie, you know, it's first work. The second one is just trying to cash in. And, oh man, uh, I had thoughts <laughs> on part two. That's yeah, that, that uh, book of shadows that bullshit. Was so I Doesn't saw it have once. Michael Weston from Burn Notice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what Jeffrey I'm talking Donovan. about. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was my that was my intriguing selling point. And well, here's here's the totally thing. Totally shit the bed. Where. But with Leprechaun, isn't isn't Warwick Davis tied up doing this Willow adaptation series? Well, not only that, Plus, the re- is that, not well. The reason why he is has that it, still going. I have no idea. I don't follow that shit. The last oh, two films, I love Willow. 
Warwick had no part in because oh he well the first one the origins was just because it was a WWE production and they wanted something for their mm. their Hornswoggle character to be in. so they what? brought Hornswoggle so, yeah I what? do remember I do remember Hornswoggle taking a role <laughs> it could have been it could have been what? any little person under makeup because you, <laughs> it's you it's just a makeup effect that you see at the very end of the film. Because the whole film it's just POV and it's 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 I'm not getting into it. The other film that came out a few years ago. Oh, hold on, uh, hold on. Leopard, I was shut up. To bring up. No, we're not talking about it. I told you there's a reason I don't want to talk about it. I'll, hold on, let me get this thought out. The second Leprechaun film that came out recently, Leprechaun Returns, which is a direct sequel to the first one, didn't have Warwick Davis because he said something about he has children now and doesn't want to be like under the makeup or scare them or whatever. It's like, but you still have these other films you had that came out that are eventually going to see them. He just doesn't want to play the character anymore because he feels like he's grown out of it and he's a parent now and doesn't want, like I said, to, you know, grown out of it. I don't know how, how to explain it, but that's, <laughs> he used his children as a scapegoat. Poor choice of words. But, um, wow. Sorry, Andrew, I didn't mean to sound like an ass. What were you going to try to say while I was talking? No, it's okay. I was going to bring up Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, God. But you just totally <laughs> trumped me with the fact that Hornswoggle was Leprechaun, so we're done. I have nothing to say. Yeah, yeah, that happened. You've introduced they, me they, to a whole new low. But literally, what's next? What the Lionsgate going to cut a check to Wee Man from Jackass? Oh, God. Don't, Maybe so, don't... Ice-T will be the Leprechaun in the new one. Yeah. Uh, so, His no, Blair Witch. So, Blair Witch, I, I wanted to say back then, what we were talking about, Sean, was we actually, it's it's on the lineup for the Halloween Horathon. So, plenty to say. Hold your thoughts on that one. I okay. don't have part two in the lineup, though. Sorry. Um, yeah, just part nobody's, one. Nobody trusts me. Although, you know, that. I'm a avid yeah, defender have... of uh, Adam Wingard's uh, Blair Witch from 2016. I, I I have yet to pull the trigger, man. I just fire can't up. watch it's it. My taste book of shit. I know it is. I know it is. I just can't. I don't know. But you're a so big you're the guy who saw fan, that man. <laughs> well, take yeah, Wingard out of the equation. I still thought it was a good I'm just, movie. No, well, what, what I'm saying is you, you know, he, I don't know, like he doesn't do it for me, but he does something for you for some reason. Like, didn't he, what was yeah. that? What was that? Didn't he do that one? You're um, next. He did a little. Yeah, see, uh, that was look, uh, that movie. I, I saw that movie coming. It was, but it bored me. That you were touting that shit out of that film, and it bored the ever-loving fuck out of me. I like your next. I love that was a really next. gnarly film. No, but no, he did a horrible way to die. Your next, uh, the guest, Blair Witch, Death Note, and then uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Death Note yeah, is see, probably his Godzilla lowest. versus yeah Godzilla versus Kong is the only thing he's done that I stand behind. I think his best movie is your next. Um, That's that says a lot. And then probably Godzilla vs. Kong, followed by the guest. That would be my top three. I mean, again, the guest fucking bored me. I was. But then, one you if were if about. you want to keep going, part number four would be Blair Witch easily. I, I think Blair Witch is a very underrated film. I thought when they had, I, I love the marketing behind that because it, it was marketed as the woods, and then when they had the. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con premiere in July, they went into the movie thinking they were seeing the woods. Surprise, it's Blair Witch. And then when they came out of the theater, 
all the woods marketing was switched to Blair Witch, and that was how they announced the film being a Blair Witch movie. Yeah, I, I do remember but that. That was clever. Bloody disgusting. That was teasers. awesome. That surprised the shit out of me. I remember waking up that that morning like, what the fuck? And then Bloody Disgusting was at the screening, and I forgot the guy's name, but whoever did the review or whatever for that really blew the movie. Like He overhyped the shit out of it. He said it was the scariest movie in years and decades and a game changer or horror and this, that, and a third. And I'm like, okay, guy. I finally saw it two months later, went to an advanced screening of it, thought it was a really solid horror film, but it wasn't what that guy was selling me on that two months prior. I thought that was really like a fanboy's wet dream kind of review. But uh, anyway, yeah, Blair Witch, you know, they had the games that came out. I'm not familiar with them. I saw some gameplay on a couple YouTube videos. It's a guy and his dog. They had had fucking video games? Yeah, 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 for like the the new consoles. Jeez. I know they had at least one. I don't know. I don't mean to pluralize it, but... uh, but anyway, that's what Lionsgate's got brewing. Um, did these two? So uh, I guess we'll just pass along and talk about more news as it comes out. But uh, as for now, that's what they're interested in doing: reviving these two franchises and churning out these movies to the streaming services, whatever it takes. Right, whatever Lionsgate's gonna do. Robert, whatever. plus Robert they got Altman, you're better than that, man. Who? I said, Robert Altman, you're better than that. What's he got to do with anything? Well, he founded Lionsgate. Oh, oh I got you. Sorry. Um, all right, so let's talk about Ezra Miller. So as of this recording, oh, he, was he gonna got be, locked up again. Bringing him up. He was going to He was gonna be my cancel this week. But oh. Yeah, let's get on with it. Oh, let's do it. He was. Yeah, I was going to cancel him. So I'm doing my canceling. I'm canceling Ezra Miller, a little entitled little fucking bitch. One day, one day, I'm going to catch a flight to the left coast. I'm going to pick up Kanye West and beat Ezra Miller and Shia both to death with him. Did he, like, you know, come was, to your house I, and I beat up I, Mandy or something? What the fuck? He's just a fucking pompous little ass, He is. Man. He really kid. is. This is not his I first mean, his life is obviously on a downward spiral. He's, it's funny because I was going to be on my uh, cancellation list as well. Jesus, but I got a popular, backup. He's a popular name tonight. I mean, he's had like three arrests in the last month. He Bro, broke working. into a house, threatened to kill people, and steal their shit. What the fuck he's is like, Warner Brothers? happened in Jamaica, I mean, too. What is Warner it, Brothers going to do? Hawaii, I'm sorry, Hawaii. What the fuck is Warner Brothers going to do with this? They got a flash See, film to promote. They have a backup flash, right? Push no. it back further. What the fuck they got a backup at? They've been filming this goddamn movie for four years. Nah. Yeah, I think they might just bring that kid from the TV series. That's what I'm saying. Apparently. Yeah, you got a backup the TV flash, series bro. on the verge of cancellation. Just gotcha. paste his face on the fucking Ezra in the movie. Like... CGI's face into someone else. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, in, what coach. does he think? Does he think he's Barry Allen in real life and he can just run real fast, reverse time, and nobody will know this shit happened? What the fuck is wrong? Hang with on, this hang guy? on, hang on. We all keep rambling about this shit. I haven't heard Carlo speak in like ten minutes. What do you think about all this, Carlo? <laughs> no, I'm just. I just think that 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 the film is the film is already in the can. So, I w- part of me thinks that they're gonna dump it and forget about it and just try to make some money out of it you anyway. It because people are gonna see it anyway, in one way or the other. They're gonna see it anyway. You throw it on Max, a la but, Zack Snyder's Justice League or uh, Wonder Woman '84 when that. Dave, Dave spent too much, man. They, 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 they can't do it. They, no. they, they can't fall back on that. 
on on that anymore now that the you know the world's shifting slightly back to normalcy. You at a certain point, um, enough's but, enough. I mean, they, they you yeah, gotta he's count, a fucking, What's wrong? Count with your chickens and kid, clutch your losses and move on. Yeah. yeah, but after that, after that movie, that they're probably gonna cut him, cut him off. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the contract's already in the fucking shredder, Carlo. To be honest with you. And yeah. poor Michael Keaton, yeah, man. This was supposed to be his big he's... grand return, and that's already fucked up. Now his grand return is gonna be his Batgirl film, unless that gets pushed back, because he's in that, and that's not coming out before uh, the Flash. Yeah, they're still filming that, right? Or yeah, they just wrap. Uh, they probably just wrapped it, but they were filming it recently. I saw because that's 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 the one that's got that's the one that's got Brendan Fraser's yes. Firefly, right? Yes, man. That's the only reason I could give two shits about Batgirl. I want to see Keaton slap on the cowl and Brendan Fraser. I mean, this is fly around with flame. This is a mess. This is a. I mean, DC's yeah, but been all, a mess all the them. they pissed. They've handled yeah, this. Yeah, and all the sorry, go on, Carla. No, no, no. Just just saying that all these. You know, cult uh, cultish attempts to bring back the Snyderverse. I mean, they're pretty much done. I, I think. think that ship sailed. I think the yeah. the, the the three and a half. The, I'm sorry, the four and a half hour epic that they finally put out was uh, their little Bon Voyage. This is this is it, guys. Enjoy this because nothing else is going on. We ain't putting out no more money for anything. And that's a shame too. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to think they were hedging bets on the Flash, like saving the D. Oh, I know they were the DCEU. That's why they kept pushing it back. You, know? hey, you, got, the, you got the Amber Heard issue also. Yeah, yeah, right. This is well, the Flash is basically situation. the catalyst of them being able to do whatever they wanted with all the yeah, IP that's their, that they've had yeah, in that's this fucking their... library, and now it's just trashed. Unfortunately, it's going to be so well, that's, long. Not, no, not it's going to so be much. so. Can... Sure. They, they 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 can they they might be able to pick up the scraps and recast for you know for future installments. But yeah, I mean it was, you know, this was their you know multiverse movie, so so that they could just start yeah, that, bringing everybody back into the fold. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that little punk bitch is out in fucking Hawaii, fucking it up for everybody. Well, he's playing. This, oh yeah, rules. he's really fucking the, up for everybody. The thing is, is like this was their moment, and I feel like your moment's done. It's gone. It's. That's how I he feel. He never about really it. had too much of a moment. Whatever moment he had like, lasted literally fifteen minutes. It was that, in his head. He was doing the whole fucking on, transgender. And to be like, honest, he doesn't identify. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it you was know. in the beginning with that whole like. Wasn't he in that film that we need to talk about, Kevin? Wasn't that him? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, that was yeah. kind of like when people were really talking about him. He got a lot of buzz going. And then Perks once of being a wallflower. Him, that was like... I was going to say, Perks of being a wallflower is the first well, big one. Yeah. Okay, so the, the two of them. It, but then uh, my point being, you know, once he, you know, broke out after those two, giving him a helping hand into, like, mainstream, he fizzled out right away. You know, this Flash, this whole Flash thing pretty much happened because I think they had to at, the, at this point because... They banked on him so early on, uh, and then, you know, because he was already signed you know, the dotted line, and then once this all, you know, once his career never really took off, and like I said, you know, yeah, he had a contract. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoyed his performance in, in, in you know, in well, Justice There's nothing we've never he's seen like, before. Hey, Stupid, yeah, scorny, yeah, skinny yeah, kids. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying he was, you know, paid Bumbling, the way he was gold, but what... 
It was your comic relief. And, right. You know, it was like he, you know, so it, it was kind of necessary to balance everything else out, which. Fuck it, man. You know, he did, he, 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 he did an okay job with that. But yeah, just his, per, his personal shit, the way he's acting like a, just a spoiled little bitch. I say we recast him with DJ Qualls. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a single DCEU film to, to this day, really? but I they're not no, all really, bad. Um, nah, they're not. I, they're really not. I, I might jump. I, I might jump in one of the maybe. I, I'm gonna be on on Stuart's show um, later for Man of Steel, so I'm gonna have to see that one. Um, That's not bad. But they, they I, Michael, I get the sense that Michael Shannon. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But I get the sense that they were trying to to at least that's what I read that they were trying to sort of mimic what. Um, the MCU had with with Tom Holland, mm-hmm. with with Flash, and, and maybe make something out of it. But I really don't think they can do that anymore. It's so. too late for that, man. Oh, they tried. I mean, they've been they've been trying since you know this whole whatever you want to call this started. You know, MCU had been going on. You know, since they they hit the ground yeah. running back in two thousand eight. They had that. You know. Yeah, yeah that that that's. That's been my issue with it this year, and I think that's why I haven't jumped on it yet. But because um, it gave the impression that they were like rushing no, they, things they and just totally trying to were. they totally rushed everything yeah, quick with, as yeah. shit, and then like yeah, that's exactly what they did, and they, they they ran into a lot of dead ends, and you know had to backpedal and shit, and like it just became a mess. Yeah, and now they're they more the concerned. Flesh. No, they, I was just gonna say they were more concerned with setting up sequels than they were actually making a good movie half the time, and that's the fucking issue with the DC movies. Right, right. You know, like the way, and a lot of the films also ended with cliffhangers that were never resolved because the intended like sequel or follow up just never came to fruition. I'm looking at you, Deathstrike. Or Deathstroke, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Poor Manginella. <laughs> it could be Manginella was matter. all about that shit, too. Yeah, man. man. When Affleck was going to yeah. do his Batman movie, Manginella was, like, psyched to play Slade Wilson, man. Oh, man, we're missing the death blow. <laughs> the death blow. <laughs> all right, um, so this news hit right before we actually went on here. Uh, so it's kind of fresh. Two hours ago, as a matter of fact. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, the reuniting for a movie about the Nike executive who signed Michael Jordan. So they're both going to be writing this movie. Uh, let's see here. Amazon Studios and Skydance Sports are finalizing a deal to develop the movie. Ben Affleck will direct, write, co-star, and produce, while Matt Damon will write, star, and produce. So Affleck's directing. Um... Damon set the play Sonny Vaccaro with Affleck playing Nike co-founder Phil Knight. And the movie's going to resolve around Nike's long-shot effort to sign rising star, a superstar, excuse me, basketball player Michael Jordan to its shoe company in the mid-80s, an endorsement that seemed impossible at the time, but thanks to the Maverick sneaker salesman would become the most significant relationship between an athlete brand and an athlete. The deal launched the global multi-billion dollar contemporary sneaker industry and helped uh, the sport do the same. So they're currently reworking the script that was originally written by Alex Convery for the uh, the movie, which will be the first major feature film from this studio, Skydance Sports. 
this will also be the first time that Ben Affleck will direct a movie starring Matt Damon. All right, gentlemen, discuss. Uh, well, uh, I, I will say this. I mean, um, Phil Knight was a shrewd businessman. Um, they just depicted him, you know, that, that show. I've been telling Andrew to check out Winning Time about the, you know, Lakers in the 70s. They just, you know, showed him trying to coerce Magic Johnson, but they didn't have the kind of, you know, wherewithal mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to compete back then anyway. And then one of the little, because, you know, this is, a, you know, Adam McKay produces the whole series so it does those little freeze frames like you know moments in history thing where if he would have taken if he would have taken the deal offered to him it would have been worth something like i don't know because it was like more stock points than anything involved at the time they were like 15 cents a share but it would have been like close to like a 185 million dollar contract today um now interesting enough um i was reading uh, years ago, in one of the BC Boys issues of Grand Royal Magazine, they gave the history of Adidas, like the whole history of the Adidas brand. And if you remember when he was in, at Carolina, Jordan was wearing, you know, Adidas. And that was the shoe back then. Did, yeah, he didn't want to give a he, you know, Nike he didn't want to give up that loyalty. Right. He didn't back want to then. give up that loyalty, My but they weren't uh, willing to Adidas. match. They yeah, they they weren't willing to match what you know phil knight and nike offered and it, it was i mean it was it's literally like a, a star is born type story so that's going to be kind of interesting to see but yeah that was that was neat like there was a there was a back and forth between you know uh jordan wanting to side with adidas but he's like dude to write me a bigger check over here <laughs> they just wouldn't match it yeah it was a landmark deal because uh, you know people forget <laughs> you know uh, I grew up. Nike was always a pretty much a giant, but back then they were just getting into it. Adidas, uh, Adidas is where it was at. Back then, that they were the one that had, the ones that had the big, uh, you know, athletes and deals. So yeah, the Nike was a huge gamble, and obviously it paid off. I mean, everybody. Yeah, there Jordans. was a, there was a movie there was a movie I'd seen years ago. I think there was there they had two different biopics out about long distance runner Steve Prefontaine who, um, you know, literally right before his career took off, he died in a tragic car crash. But um, I think Billy Crudup plays him in one, and Donald Sutherland plays Phil Knight. And it was an interesting moment. Like, he actually, like, he's fishing, you know, on his property or whatever. And he traces, you know, Prefontaine's foot on a piece of paper. It kind of shows, you know, how he custom makes his shoe. A little throwaway, but, yeah, it was Sutherland as Phil Knight. Um, but yeah, on last week's episode of Winning Time, they show Phil Knight, you know, trying to coerce MJ with, like, I don't know, a couple grand and a bunch of stock options, and he turned it down for like a few hundred thousand from, you know, uh, who, you know, whoever he signed with, and he <laughs> fucking regrets turning down what what translates to almost two hundred million dollars today. <laughs> Well, I'll say this because I'm a huge basketball fan, obviously, and you know, I've obviously studied a lot of Michael Jordan over the years. Um, the Air Jordan brand came out in 84, which was his debut year. Uh, so not too many shoe brands are giving people, you know, huge contracts, especially out of the gate. Kind of sketchy of a move, but Michael Jordan was that dude. He came from Carolina. I mean, he took on Hakeem Olajuwon in the in the NCAA finals like he's one of the goats and they knew it coming straight out of there 
And you can even attest to like the Be Like Mike commercials back in the day. You know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan is that dude. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, me. Spike, Spike Lee had all them spots that yes, he directed. As for. Mars Blackmon. Yeah. Yeah, Mars Blackman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, Michael Jordan is like larger than life, always has been, even straight out of North Carolina. Like, he's. I still can't bring myself to watch that last dance. Um, really? Oh man! It's you, yeah, it's and, you and my cousin Ralph. We're fucking. I mean, I'm not a. I'm see, not a I, huge sports guy at all. You don't have to be. Say, I'm. I'm not now, like. See, a, that's my thing. Well, I would, they're, they're going to be spouting stats and shit that I just like goes right over my head. So, uh, not you know, it's more pop really. culture. I mean, then yeah, I would argue about really? pop culture. I would say from the eighties and nineties, pop culture. It'll mm, flash you back. Is, like, yeah. it did see, that. So it's. It's kind of like uh, for every man, not for a sports fan. Type, yeah, for sure. Type. If you're in for a good story about somebody who strives to be at the top of his game, I mean, it's definitely something to watch. Now, see, I'm not a huge Jordan fan. I'm more of a Kobe fan. That's who I grew up with. That's who I'm comfortable with. But, you know, obviously doing the research on basketball the way that I have over my lifetime, like <laughs> Jordan is somebody that you can't fucking ignore. So, yeah, it's... No, no. I mean... I just laughed, Andrew. Like, I just imagine you watching uh, The Last Dance, and you're like, I'm uncomfortable with Jordan. I'm uncomfortable. Get Kobe back on. Uh, I feel better. Oh, I man. mean, he had a whole but, episode dedicated to Kobe, basically. <laughs> but does this warrant a big-scale film like this? This this story. I mean, it's it's yeah, I, I, honestly, I think so. Yeah, because okay. it brings the, the story to the masses for the legality especially. of it. Yes, I mean the legal uh, yeah, situation it, of it. Again, he is straight out of college. Like, you right. didn't really know it's what to do, guarantee wise and shit like that. So it's a monumental yeah, I mean, this, story for sure for the this, legal purpose this, of it. Yeah, it was it was a first of its kind, and it's it, you know in, in its industry if you will and it's genre mm -hmm. um and it's gonna bring it you know to, it's gonna educate more than just the the sports fan based on the talent behind it so i'm intrigued i'm that's cool news to hear i had no idea you know um i don't know much about this story but but i'm a, I'm a jordan fan and if ben affleck's directing i mean ben affleck has been a surprisingly good director i didn't see the last one because it was live trash by night? Uh, live no by night. one Is saw it? that i saw see, it. i, I love still it. can't yeah. finish i got 45 minutes in and i've not yet to finish it <laughs> jesus but everything else he has done i mean has been pretty good so i'm intrigued by that yeah check it out i defend that movie all the time um all right let's move on to uh coming attractions coming soon to theaters all right, let's talk about the next David Cronenberg film. It has a new trailer, well, a teaser trailer at that. Yeah. Crimes of the wow. Future. It is time to stop seeing. It is time to listen. A new world opens up. They are evolving away from the human path. Things will be a revelation. Might not be quite legal. <laughs> you fill me with the desire to. 
kill your performance partner, would you? We'd have to go deep. A legendary guide us into the heart of darkness. Have we just been made obsolete? Maybe. the guys back in the body horror again man oh he's back and this was definitely wow. the 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 definition of a teaser because it was just us like a little bit over a minute uh, yeah just did, enough did, to did, get you to, just enough to tip the uh you know senses. i went I, I went i went right from youtube to imdb and looked up the synopsis synopsis sounds fresh out the mind obviously fresh out the mind of cronenberg not to take anything away but the guy focused on a lot of period you know pieces and and stellar award-winning dramas and you know found his muse in vigo mortensen obviously but you know we all know my love for fucking videodrome and now he's back doing what 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 he knows best and just this teaser trailer reminded me of something i've been saying for years ever since i saw you know his take on um um, the fly. Uh, William William Burroughs' Naked Lunch. Although, uh, no, not the fly. Uh, Russell Naked Lunch. Um, you buy a ticket for a David Cronenberg film, <laughs> it should come printed on, like, blotter acid. So you just eat your ticket, and the show starts 45 minutes later, so you're nice <laughs> and fucking peaked out and tripping balls watching this shit, man. <laughs> I am I am fucking intrigued by this. I'm thing. excited too. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, honestly, they could have played the trailer and just said a film by guess fucking who, and I think pretty much anybody <laughs> I would have known. Got it. <laughs> I would have known right away. But I will say, um, real quick, the effects, and it's just a teaser, I know, but like I was like, oh man, that's looking kind of rough. Even though I was watching it on my phone, I was like, I hope that's not like finalized the the one of the effects of like the cocoon thing opening up and all that. It's like, I hope it looks a little better in the final product, but I'm excited for the body horror shit. I love all that. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, for a while there, I felt like he had handed it down to his son, Brandon. Did any of you guys ever get a chance to watch Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor? I know I've talked about it. I have not, no. Dude, this film will fuck your brain. It'll screw your brain sideways, man. Yeah. (laughs) Another one you need to, you need to, you need to. Uh, LSD ticket with man <laughs> for real I fixed some crazy shit <laughs> you know but yeah I was glad to see I'm glad to see you know Dave back and doing body horror again man and you know sure enough there's his muse Vigo and he got Vigo into doing this shit now so right on man looking forward to that is there a release date uh yeah there is hang on a sec it is what is the last June 2nd what was the last Cronenberg film? I feel like he hasn't done anything in like a decade. His last... Uh, Mops to the Stars. No, he's done films since then. Um, no, shit, you're right. Yeah, no, the last, his, the last oh, one was Mops right. to the Stars. Let me look it up. Let me look, I thought, yeah. let me look it up. Carlo's right. I, sh- I thought he's done a couple of films since then. No, mm, that was his last movie. Yeah, and I like yeah, Maps to the Stars. I really do like that movie. Yeah. Um, I liked it too. Again, so. I mean, he 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 spent a good part of the debt, you know, almost you know, fifteen years. Eight years, damn. I don't want to say playing it safe, but you know, 
History of Violence was great. Eastern Promises was great. I thought that um, one with Robert Pattinson was the last one he did, but yeah, I didn't even hear of Maps of Stars. Pattinson is also in Maps of Stars. That's Marbleys. That's Marbleys is the one that that he's the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Pattinson. Pattinson's in both of those films, Uh, Cosmopolis and Maps of Stars. So, um, kind of like how uh, Vigo is in both History of Violence and Eastern Promises, and now he's here in uh, Crimes of the Future. Now, see, I, I grew up on the fly, obviously, because that was a fantastic yeah. film that I always saw on, like, sci-fi and shit. But Videodrome, though, I got to give the shout-out to the Videodrome, because Videodrome is fucking magnificent. Uh, thank you. Long, long live the new Flash. Fuck yeah. Barry Condex. Yeah, thank, oh, thank you, Sean, for showing movie. me that, because, man, I yeah, fucking dude, I love that you're movie welcome. so much. And, you're welcome. And That's my just my favorite. Out of I remember owning that Criterion Collection DVD. Yeah, it looked like a Betamax yeah, desk. I still got so it sick. sitting right here on my shelf. And bad, Carlo, it? we were just talking about on the US episode. Uh, Dead Ringers got brought up in our conversation. Speaking yeah. of speaking yeah. of Cronenberg, so yeah, we're weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mandy weird and I just buddy. just watched Dead Ringers again the other night because she was like yeah. telling me about this movie from her childhood and. The more she's describing, I'm like, hold on a second. I brought it up on, you know, one of the streaming services, play the trailer. She goes, that's it. That's it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, come on, sit, sit your ass down. We'll watch it. Um, and, of course, the other trailer that we're talking about this week, Marvel's Thor, Love and Thunder. Only one week after we talked about, or rather bitched about all the marketing, <laughs> well, we got Careful it. Careful what you wish for. Exactly. Now, we finally got a fucking teaser. And speaking of, it is just that, a fucking teaser. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. I want to choose my own path. Live in the moment. My superheroing days are over. feel lost just look into the eyes of the people that you love not me what just listening Still a fun teaser, dude. I watched it twice back to back and and laughed myself to tears both times. The fucking whole it just like rings out '80s metal, dude. And like, I honestly out of all the MCU movies, like Thor was ironically enough, it's like the only one that I own on Blu-ray for some reason. I don't even know why I bought it. Um, but what? like the first, they they yeah, they just kind of bored me. You the know, first Thor the first... film you own on Blu-ray. 
That's the only Marvel movie I own. Blackest fucking know. Marvel film of them all. I, I know, right? <laughs> Not Doctor Strange. I think I Come just on. like it. It is. I write it, and somehow it escaped me, and I'm like, I got a couple bucks in my pocket. Let me take us home and and get caught up in the MCU. <laughs> you but should yeah, have bought a McDouble or something. <laughs> yeah, right, for real. Um, but then, then what? He took the reins and just. I mean, I, 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 that guy could do no wrong, in my opinion, dude. Um. I like Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Now, see, I feel like that's where I started to enjoy Thor. Well, yeah. Up until then, Thor was just there. Fun to it, man. It was a huge surprise. I think financially and for me, I yeah, it was just story wise. I mean, it fits in with the more it fits in with the MCU without taking itself seriously, and they got they kind they gave it's obviously gave Taika Waititi. An open sandbox to play, and the only reason I haven't watched his uh, his his new pirate show yet is I'm waiting to be able to binge the whole fucking thing. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. That show he's got on HBO Max where he plays yeah. Blackbeard. Yeah, our flag means death or something like our that. Our flag means death. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually like a like it's a, it's a true story about this gentleman pirate Steve Bonnet. He's a supporting character. If you play the Assassin's Creed Black Flag. You know, you encounter him several times throughout the story of that. And the guy really was. He just kind of walked his way from, you know, land ownership and his wife and kids. He wanted to sail, but he wanted to be the gentleman pirate. He'd be like, oh, we're here to rob you. He'd just be all nice and shit about it. But, um, yeah, man, that's like, like the only reason I haven't started watching that is because I want to be able to binge the whole series. I love fucking what we do in the shadows i've yet to watch the tv series beyond like an episode oh so good i know i know i know like it it lived it held right up to the to the movie that movie brings me to tears every time i lay it so hard my my biggest issue with the trailer is the fact that i just felt like it revealed even though it didn't reveal too much it revealed too much um, I thought yeah, that final shot, that shot. I up. thought that final shot was too you had much. To. No. Well, images were escaping based on that. I think that was included because you know images are being leaked now because of the toy conventions and stuff. So they decided to give the the fans a gimme and give you that what two three second shot of Jane Foster wielding the old mayor as a mighty Thor. I mean, not you to know, mention we all just, knew it. It's not the yeah, we knew it was secret. coming. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, I'm kind of digging Quill's, you know, shaggy dog look, <laughs> you know, in this film. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like it's going to be so much fun because they were the they they were the fun parts of fucking Endgame for me, man. Was <laughs> just I don't know. I'm laughing now just thinking about it, especially when that trailer like builds to fucking sweet, sweet shot of mine. That's when the tears started coming down, and then he's got he's fucking rocking them big ass 18 wheeler chains working off the fat <laughs> fucking Lebowski Thor I got a, I got a yeah. big laugh out of that shot where he's like staring at all the uh, the guardians and then all of a sudden like uh, he's uh, Star Lord staring at all the guardians and all of a sudden Thor walks in front of him in slow motion like with his eyes and shit looking at it, like looking into it. Well, it's like, yeah, Quill's making a speech about, you know, focus on the one you love, and he just, yeah. he just won't let him look at the fucking Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's just, yeah, the it's ass back Guardians. and forth with, 
Yeah, yeah, but just the, the interactions between Hemsworth and Pratt are fucking golden in Endgame. So to get a full feature of that, oh man, count me in. We got a quick look at the back there. of uh, Zeus, played by uh, yeah, uh, what the hell, Russell, Russell Crowe. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And no, surprisingly, not even a single teaser shot or any mention of Christian Bale, the main villain from this movie. There's the only the 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 closest you get is there's an image of um there's an action figure of, apparently I saw yeah the action figure well the, no what I'm saying no shots of Gore the God Butcher but you know there is the shot in the trailer with Korg and uh, Thor like standing kind of like on a snowy cliff or whatever and what's what I just read this a little bit ago. <clears throat> It's almost like that that frame was lifted from a panel from, from a comic, comics. Yeah. yeah, because I forget the the character's name, but it's one of the gods that Gore has been traveling across the cosmos destroying. Um, it's like some giant ice god or something like that. So that's the only hint mm-hmm. you really get about what's really going on in the film with Gore the God Butcher traveling the cosmos. Now, didn't they confirm... Um, Beta Ray Bills in this too. I mean, is, or is, has that ever been confirmed? I know they got they got, you know, Adam Warlock with um, what's his name from from Midsummer, um, and they were they were trying to kick around Ryan Gosling as as Beta Ray Bill and get him in and get him in there somewhere. Is that confirmed? Does anybody know? No, I have no idea. Yeah, because the only thing you got, you get like, you know, the only shot of Beta Ray Bill you've ever gotten so far is is in Ragnarok. He's one of the heads on that big sculpture in the center of the planet that Jeff Goldblum runs. Um, maybe that's our surprise, you know, kicker at the zinger at the end. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I was I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad there were no, you know, Adam Warlock, you know, references or shots or anything in this. I think they're. You're gonna play Will Poulter's character a little close to the chest, um, right? I'm hoping he has more to do than just show up for a couple of scenes. It's like, oh, I'm Adam Warlock. Look at the kind of shape I got in from being the doofy guy in Midsummer. You know. Mm. All right. Uh, anybody else want to add anything about the the Thor trailer before we move on? I'm just pumped for now, it now. Forever hold your peace. No, I'm just pumped for it. I like the I love the music choice too. Uh, immediately, as soon as I heard "Sweet Child of Mine," I was like, "Ah, this is a movie for me." I'm, I'm excited. For yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It felt like James Gunn kind of rubbed off a little bit, and I'm sure you know there was days where he was on set with Watiti, only to be a fly in that room, man. Huh. <laughs> right. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm a fan of Ragnarok too. Yeah, definitely. Easily one of my favorite Marvel movies is Ragnarok. So. Yeah, top five for me. Yeah, and we all know I'm, you know, Doctor Strange head over here, but I'll give it up to Thor Odinson where credit is due. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was cool. It, I just I'm not any more pumped than what I already was because I'm already very pumped for this film. So how's that? Yeah, I mean, I I, I never thought it would disappoint. You know, they brought what he. Yeah, about, I, I so. was 100 like, percent confident we in, that this was going to yep. be magnificent. Yep, and that just confirmed it. The you know 
you know, minute and 15 seconds that we got was like, yup, this is what I was expecting. And I I'm will, sold. I will agree every single second the guardians were on there. I was, I was laughing. I was fucking in tears laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, then let's, uh, move on to who we canceling this week. Someone just got canceled. Someone just got canceled. Someone just got canceled. I wonder what they did. Um, I'll start. I got. I already did mine. I know you did yours, so we got that out of the way. Uh, I, however, uh, Koi, you might be able to relate because I know uh, it's a lot of this is going on where you're living, uh, since we're kind of like in the same neighborhood. But I'm canceling the fuck out of Maryland Highway flag workers and their stupid ass long way, long one way waits. It's construction everywhere, and they're the worst. They <laughs> take their sweet Joppa? ass everywhere. Yeah, Joppa, Hartford. They're on. Uh, they're in seven courts around here. Everything's one way. It's like that time of the year. Everything in towns on in under construction. Roads are getting repaved. You know, five, six, seven, eight long year. You know projects are breaking ground it's it's a nightmare around here in the northeast side of uh baltimore county it is and yeah. it's yeah i fuck up what's well, that time of the, it's it's that time of the year they they they, they, they gotta they gotta resubmit all their bids so if they don't spend all the extra fucking money they pocket yeah, but it's never been year. this bad before it's it's like no, everybody's it's, turn. Yeah, I mean, everything's under construction it's you bad escape <laughs> yeah yeah where's where's michael douglas and falling down when you need <laughs> You're right. right now fix this now fix the street not to hijack you ed but i fuck up every time going straight uh, where Joppa intersects with Hartford. I fuck up every time because they took it down from two oh, straight yeah. lanes to one, uh-huh. and every it, time it, I'm like, shit, and then I'm gonna end up turning left when I don't it, want it to. never fails. Every time I go around there, it, uh, it's not me personally. I always see someone. It probably was you at one point that it's fucking you know doing it all wrong and shit. I hate it. So yeah, that's what I'm canceling this week. Uh. Carla, you kind of just dropped in, uh, but since you're here, if if you got anyone, you know, or anything in mind you want to get off your chest and cancel, the, f- the floor is yours, buddy. Uh, I'm going to cancel Elon Musk. He's an asshole. <laughs> hey! That, t- oh, that Twitter bullshit. God, yeah, he's an entitled asshole, I mean. <laughs> fuck, fuck with him. Yeah, I just found out the other day his name is short for elongated muskrat. <laughs> hey. No, no it's I, funny I totally that you get say it. that because I, I was actually talking to work because like everybody seems to be on Elon Musk's back about this. But if you play the devil's advocate for a moment, like that's kind of fucked up. Like you buy a whole bunch of stock in it. If they don't make your offer, you'll sell it and then their stock will plummet. Like what exactly are you getting out of this? Are you trying to storm um, on them into selling you the business? Because that's fucked up. Is it not? Yeah. That's just throwing I mean, me in, in 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 the immortal <laughs> in the immortal words of Michael Douglas in Wall Street, greed, greed is, is good. good. Yeah, I yeah know, for I lack totally of a better term, greed good. works. But yeah, the the scary part is if it if it goes through the way he wants it to, that then gives what? him access to the to to an unheard of amount of data that nobody in the universe has ever had before. Not to mention, like, all, like what's, on this guy's fucking thumb drive. What's to stop him from taking over another company? Like, it seems sketchy as shit that you're trying to strong arm a company like Twitter into selling you their yeah, business. Yeah, he's like, like the the. I think he's like the second um, wealthiest uh, American. I think after after Bezos, 
And I mean, to go like buying companies that way, I mean, it, as yeah, done, the, the offer he's making is like, isn't it? It's, it's a, like a small percentage of his, his, um, I don't know. It it just seems like you're throwing your weight around. You're trying to strong arm companies <laughs> into selling. I mean, look, it's it's, it's it's the it's the way that corporate world works, especially with Fortune five hundreds. That shit gets done all the time. The scary part is sure, but a lot of these it's personal information is what his collateral. I mean, that's I, his collateral. I get that, but Fortune five hundred companies come from putting your hands to work, or at least being yeah. smart about it. Like he's not being smart about it. He's yeah, just. Exactly. Well, he's being smart about it. He's being smart about it, but he's more or less it, just throwing his fucking it, weight of money around. It's and, like, and vindictive uh, shit. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like, I was a big Elon Musk fan up until this point. I was like, "Ooh, this is that. That's not cool, dude. That's not how. That's, yeah, that's not how that's you should. Dangerous. Yeah, that's that's dangerous. I don't agree with this at all. I really don't. So, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you on that." Jack Dorsey may not be on everybody's fucking Christmas list either, but <laughs> yeah, you know, God forbid that information is all at Musk's fingertips. I mean, think about it. I was he's got his finger on the fucking button. This is this is how I compared it the other day at work, and Sean will certainly appreciate this. He's William Randolph Hearst, dude. Pretty much, he's fucking William Pretty Randolph Hearst, dude. Damn and right, and that's not that's not cool, I'm 100% dude. Percent with you on that. It's up to me to be Orson Welles. <laughs> Scene. All right. <laughs> Anyone? Anyway. Good job, everybody. Um, who's next? Who wants to cancel? Who's? Uh, uh, did we go through everybody? No, I didn't go yet. I was going to say. Go right, go. Corey, Andrew, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Corey. All right, man, go. Thank you. Um, so funny enough, you were canceling the whole road situation around here. I'm canceling Baltimore County Bureau of Solid Waste Management. Ooh, because, well, damn, that's that's a deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> because fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> so uh, this week, this past week was the first week of yard waste pickup in like right. four months because of winter. Well, we sat all our shit out. I probably spent a good 15 minutes going up and down because my house is on a fucking hill. So I'm trudging up the hill, trudging down the hill with these fucking heavy ass lawn bags. Like 15 or 16 of them. Get them all down there. Next morning I look out. They're all still fucking there with a sticky note stuck to the front of it. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go down and get the sticky note. We no longer take plastic bags for yard waste. Which, (laughs) from an environmental standpoint, I understand. I get that. But I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know this? Am I like Nostradamus or something? Right. And then I looked down the street. Everybody else had the same shit with a sticky note. They had those fucking sticky notes ready. I'm sure that guy probably thought it was oh, funny yeah. as shit in the morning, sticking them on everybody's fucking bags in front of their house. I'm like, how wow. the fuck? Yeah, short, easy day at work for him, huh? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, well, joke's on that motherfucker because I left all that shit out there for fucking trash. I'm like, your ass is getting it in two days. So he, fuck he didn't drive the truck shit. that day. He drove. <laughs> He drive a meanie <laughs> with, a, with, with the sticky notes. He's like, I'm calling out sick fucking Wednesday because everybody else did the same thing. All the yard waste that was supposed to be picked up two days earlier just sat for trash. But I'm like, how are you going to change a policy like that and not fucking tell anybody? Because obviously I wasn't the only one. Like literally a quarter of the house has had the same shit I did. 
So fuck you, Baltimore County, and your solid waste. So what are they? I mean, they sell these things as lawn and leaf bags. So what are you supposed to use? Paper bags from like fucking Mars? Paper bags, which they sell lawn and leaf paper bags. That's fine, but the problem is you can't let that shit sit in your yard. Like you gotta pretty much put it in the paper bag. And then put it out within a week, because that shit will disintegrate. So, like, I don't know yeah. what you're supposed to do all winter. Yeah, the weather and the elements are going to get to Yeah, it. I don't know They're what you're They're hoping that you're the guy winter. who collected the monopoly of paper bags back in the late 90s. No, and still I mean, have a they have... <laughs> now he's selling them out of his garage, like, hand sanitizer during the pandemic. Yeah, so, I don't... <laughs> I mean, it just sucks, because now, during the winter, I'm pretty much going to have to throw out all my yard waste, because... I'm not going to pile the shit in my fucking yard without any bags. Like, and I'm not going to put it in a paper bag for it to sit there when it's snowing and fucking disintegrate. So eh, start a comp, start a compost heap in your backyard. I do have a compost. Do wonders for... My fucking yard is oh. huge. I ain't got no choice. I've like never, I've, I've, I've never been to your place. Right, I know you haven't. I know you haven't. It's a pain in my ass and I fucking hate the day I bought this place. So anyway, cancel <laughs> fucking Baltimore County. Fuck you. Uh, I'm going to cancel Canham Yard's beer prices. And the, the reason <laughs> is, oh, I can totally... They should have been canceled fucking years ago. Saying, I mean, like, like 18 saying, bucks a cup. I'm saying, beer night. Uh, so, beer I've night. been going to Orioles games for the better half of, like, a decade and a half. And I'm I'm accustomed to paying a lot for a beer. But when I went there the other night, they were selling middle lights for 10, Bud Lights for 10, and this IPA that was literally double the fucking alcohol content for $11. Like, who the fuck is making your stupid-ass prices up? And then you go down, like, a couple of places down, and mm-hmm. they're selling a loose cannon, double... I think they're called double barrels or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I drink them. Well, I did when for I was sure. drinking. So, so they're, like, they're like 7% alcohol. They're $15. Like, dude, where the fuck are you people getting your well, mouth from? Well, they're expensive is... here when you buy them at the store because it's local. They're local. It's, uh, it's, uh, they're $10 for a six-pack, Heavy right? Seas is the, is the company. Yeah, it's Heavy Seas. Yeah, yeah, I think they're, like, 10 or $11 for a six-pack, but that's beside the point. The point is, is, like, why is Miller Lite, like, a, what, 45 5% alcohol? Uh-huh. You're selling that for $10. You go over here, you get an IPA for $11, and it's like 7% alcohol. And then for a loose cannon, it's like 6.57% alcohol, but it's $15 for the name brand. I'm a little like, worried who about the you, fuck? Andrew. Like, only alcoholics think in that kind of way. <laughs> well, and I went, with, I, went, I went with 11 people. I went with 11 people. So, like, there were a lot of us that were, like, That means there are 11 assholes are out there contemplating this situation right now, currently. Yeah, yeah I am contemplating Figuring out the this. beer prices. No, 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 no. This is something I need to contemplate. Look, you're the lucky that in celebration of 30 years, they weren't charging well 30 bucks. I may well pay $11 for a better beer, right? We can agree upon that. I, I'm just saying you're lucky your ass wasn't being charged 30 bucks for it being 30 years at the ballpark. Walk, wait. Yeah, yeah, for and for Miller Lite, nonetheless. You I know, was uh, promised you, 4.75 for a hot dog. They were 11 dollars <laughs> in that bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 11 dollars for yeah, a but, hot dog. On the other hand, though, you're forgetting to mention one big, big point here, and that is. Or fact that is, you're now able to take food and drinks of your own into Camden Yards. Hell no, yeah. alcohol. No, you know what? You included? know what? Let's go deeper. Let's cancel that shit. No, no All right, alcohol. So in order in order to get food into the fucking place, you need to bring a gallon sized plastic baggie with separate portions labeled out in other baggies inside Jesus. of that baggie, and you can only take as much food that will fit in that baggie. 
but they have to be separately portioned out. They're very strict. Yeah, I, I we went uh, a couple times last year as a family for my son, and yeah, they're very strict on the food back, and drink rules, bringing shit in, no alcohol. Back when, I, back when I was going there on like a regular, there was a guy that I used to go with. I won't throw out names or anything, but he used to take like three or four pizzas in there. He would have like two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He would have two full like pizzas, John's delivery. Right? He would have like two full pizzas, and then the other two pizzas were empty boxes full of beer. It's like, nah, Cal Ripken ordered this shit. I'm taking it in, and he just carries it through the gate. So he would just walk in, and they'd be like, let me look at it. And they would look at the first two, and they'd be like, all right, you can go through. But he would come in with like a shit ton of beer and liquor. Just get a sunscreen bottle. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. (laughs) Just get those fake sunscreen bottles. You cannot do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, let's move on to weekly recommends. What would you get for a six-year-old boy who chronically wets his bed? Uh, Sean, you just spoke. What's your, uh, what are you going to recommend this week? <laughs> All right, so, I, Ed, I know you've heard me talk about this film multiple times. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't think I've ever brought it up on the show. But uh, I'm recommending um, The Terror of Tiny Town, released in 1938. What the fuck? You guys know what film? I can't yeah, tell you guys, if this is serious or not. You guys, I swear to God, You're not swerving. Oh, He's serious. This, I'm dead serious. Like, I discovered this film like late at fucking like years ago, probably 15 years ago. It's like four in the morning. I'm tossing, turning, can't fall Did asleep. Did you fall asleep watching News No, no, no. That, that was just it. I flipped it on. And it was and it was being introduced by Robert Osborne. You know, so it was, you know, it was, it was on Turner Classic Movies, you know, so it ran completely uninterrupted. The film's only an hour, like an hour, maybe two minutes long. Um, but I shit you not, it's not, it's played as straight as an arrow, but it's literally a fucking Western cast by nothing but midgets. It's all midgets. And they're all riding like the little like toy you mean little people and shit. I was gonna say, you mean you mean little, well, people? little people? I mean, if you if you look at the synopsis, it's an evil gunslinging midget comes to terrorize the good little people of Tiny Town. The townspeople organize to defeat him, and zany antics ensue. The but so like all the humor lies in the background because. It's 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 a fun little movie. It's only an hour long. I don't know where you can find it, but like I'll never forget the image of them. You know, they they tie up their little their little pony, and they're obviously filming on one of the you know Universal Western backlots. So it's all normal size shit for the saloon. So they go walking in underneath the swinging saloon doors. They just kind of reach up their forehead and push it out of the way Jesus. of their forehead. <laughs> you know, it's just, you can't, if you guys can find the Terror of Tiny Town from 1938, do yourselves a favor. There's worse ways to spend an hour of your time, and I guarantee you'll come away liking something about this movie. It just, I just happened upon it at like 4.30, and I'm like, all right. I'll watch this till I fall asleep. I was fucking riveted till the end credits. I could not believe myself when I was watching. Well, I want to throw out there that my my uh my recommendation is directed by Robert Wine and it's doc, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sean probably gets that. I get it. I do get it. 
Well, well don't get sk- don't skip out on us, Andrew. What are you going to recommend that you've never seen before? All right, the movie that I want to recommend that I've never seen before is Zapped. Right? It's it is a nineteen eighty two film. <laughs> Somebody geeked in the background. It's a nineteen eighty two film. It's a teen sex comedy, more of a stoner film because this guy gets a telekinesis powers from marijuana, dude. Marijuana. And I and I'm pretty sure according to the poster of it, he looks up female britches. <laughs> oh yeah, that happens. Are you fucking eighty? And yeah, it's it's Scott it's Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo yeah. really aims from Charles in Charge, man. Scott, Scott McCrothers is in it too. And uh, oh, Roger Bell. You know tomorrow is four twenty? <laughs> yes, we know. See? Perfect. Oh, yeah. Hey, there you cool go. Circle. Yeah, man. Zap is where it's at. You got fucking Scott McCrothers and um Ann Esther from Sanford and Son is a married couple and he's you know, he's smoking the weed too, dude. The movie's funny as shit. Jesus. <laughs> Well, guys, these movies exist. People. So I have a movie to actually recommend, though. <laughs> Remember, I actually have movies to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recommendation this week is Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Yes, it is a 1994 film. It's one of my personal favorite Johnny Depp films, actually. It's a black and white movie, and it's made by Tim Burton. And it mm-hmm. chronicles the life. Well, it actually chronicles the creation of three films in particular by Ed Wood. And if you don't know who Ed Wood is, well, Plan 9 from Outer Space is, it's a movie. And you can choose to watch it if you would, if you would like to or not. So, is that it, another recommendation Andrew hasn't seen? No. I've, I've, well, I've actually, I mean, that film's, that film's and, 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 and notorious just because Ed kept, he befriended Bella Lugosi. Towards the end of it's his career, Martin he's Landau. a fucking raging. Martin Landau is, and won an Academy and Award that, for that. Yes, correct. But, yeah, but Lugosi died before they finished the film, so Ed Wood just winds up casting his wife's chiropractor and has him hold his fucking cape in front of it's his face. It's fucking cold in here. You come here. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me the fucking bottle. I was at, funny enough, one of my first jobs was waiting tables at Pizza Hut up there on Merritt Boulevard, and, and I'm cleaning up after closing one night. These two guys are just having coffee in the back. And over here, the guy keep talking about Eddie, and he's mentioning certain stuff that's ringing a bell. I said, excuse me, are you talking about Ed Wood? Turns out the dude was buddies with him. It's it's uh, the, the guy that Max Casella from Doogie Hauser plays in Ed Wood, I sat and had a conversation with that real dude for like a half hour. Pretty fucking interesting shit. Huh. Nice. Well, yeah, guys. I've always just loved the ambition of Ed Wood. Like, even before seeing oh, this yeah. film, I saw this film because I actually loved the real life person. Even though he went on to make weird <laughs> pornographic films afterward, but that's beside the point. Glenn or Glenda. <laughs> well, yeah, man. It's a good film. I've got a film for you guys that's so ridiculous, so shocking, that I have no clue where to even begin. More shocking than Zapped? No. <laughs> I, it's Zapped? I've seen a movie that entirely takes place inside of a medical university building on some campus where it's Friday and a handful of students plus Roddy McDowell are staying after hours to play a real-life RPG game when a pissed off red ass baboon gets on the loose and starts picking these sorry fucks off one by one. 
That's right, Corey. <laughs> I'm talking about Shakma. Gosh, Dude, I just... this movie is fucking wild. I was watching it yesterday on Prime because I have a, a Scream Factory or a Shout TV subscription, and it's on there right now currently, as well as the 2003 Grind, which has been hard to find over the last couple of years. If you want to stream Grind, remember that skateboarding movie with Bam Margera and, and other people? It's it's on, and Randy Quaid and a bunch of other people. I really don't. It's, it's it's on there. Anyway, yeah, Shockma's on there. And, oh, man, this was a blast. Because this is a movie when I was a little <laughs> kid. I just fucking randomly picked up on scrolling through channels. It was on Cinemax late one night. And I'm just, like, watching this, like, killer bamboo walking around. Just, like, killing people, like, in the gnarliest ways. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And Roddy McDowell's in this movie, too? What the shit? And I just, yeah, I saw that movie when I was a kid. And I just was randomly thinking about it. Uh, sure enough, Easter Easter morning, I was just fucking randomly thinking about it. Naturally, you know, just went, scrolled it up. As it you, was on there, and I watched it. So, you know, as, as you as you do while celebrating the do. resurrection of our Lord and Savior <laughs> right. Jesus. Christ. That's what I'm talking about. He would be proud. You, there are three things you do on Easter. Jesus rose, and then Shakma rose right after. You, you <laughs> had, just froze and said, what the fuck is going on here? You watch three <laughs> things every Easter. You watch Cry Baby from John Waters. You watch Critters 2 from Mick Harris. And you watch Shakma. <laughs> those are the essentials for Easter <laughs> Sunday, all right? I just, I just remember Shakma, the actual baboon in that movie. Like, There's shots that's supposed to be intimidating, and the baboon's just scratching his ass, just fucking sitting there. He's just like, what the fuck are all these people <laughs> you staring never, at me for? Because you never see the actual baboon on screen interact with any of the actors. It's Every no. time you see shots of him, it's always him like just jumping around and shit. And then when <laughs> you actually see him like attack a person, it's <laughs> yeah. them like rolling around Bumping. with like a dummy on their face. Exactly. Yeah. I know that movie's funny as shit, and I remember Red Letter Media put out. Uh, I think it was on like their best of the worst, one of the best of the worst episodes, and that was pretty funny too. Hearing them talk about they it. they talked about Shockman, no fucking way. Yeah, Red Letter Media was on one of their no best fucking of the worst. way. Yeah, just put it in best of the worst. Shock I am. Mode. Oh no my god, I'm on this shit. Yeah, dude, this was a movie. Like I said, like I still to this day, as, as ridiculous as this movie is. I still think the the plot's pretty before its time. This was like in the what? early. This was, what? <laughs> hang on. What is it? Hold me. on. What is this movie called? They're actually. Called? I'm talking about the aspect that they're actually doing this like like a live RPG in this entire building, <laughs> and they what have is this movie like called? it's called Shockma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before it's done, <laughs> it was before Yes, I've literally never heard of this from visionary. And I want to see what exactly Edge is defending right now. <laughs> I'm defending the great Shakma. Oh man. This movie's wild, guys. Battling a baboon <laughs> which has been driven insane by an experimental drug. Yes, I forgot to mention that. The film has achieved a small cult the audience. The movie opens with Roddy <laughs> McDowell <laughs> performing brain surgery on this baboon. And it's to, like, put... He drops this, like, antidote you know, when it's brain and patches it back up and then he goes, he literally says, well, 
he could either go one of two things. It could either make him really relaxed and calm or could really fucking enrage him and piss him off. Oh my Jesus Christ. Well, it says in the first sentence that he awakes and goes berserk. surgery on a coin So, obviously, this isn't what they hang their hat on. This isn't like a whodunit. I just... Wait for him to be like next week our Academy Award winner or nominated man's best friend with Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> Who's before it's time? Yes. Don't give me any ideas, bro. Uh, we'll have ourselves like a fucking doggy dog week or something or our month on the show or something like that. I don't like, even know why you mentioned Dungeons dogs. and Dragons. I mean... <laughs> I'm not reading this they're plot, playing but all it in the saw... fucking building. That's like, that's what that's what this movie's revolved around is these kids. While the fucking gorilla is yes, going dude. Why would they insane. do that? <laughs> what the fuck have we been talking about? <laughs> you have to see. I this feel like we're talking about movie. two different movies. <laughs> 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 Who didn't give me why? this movie to recommend? I am recommending without it without knowing it. <laughs> Like Roddy McDowell was killing people? <laughs> I have no idea. He pops up like, I was I feel like Caesar. I'm zoning in and out, Roddy but McDowell I'm not. Roddy fucking this makeup one. again? Uh. <laughs> I love how it says the estimated budget was one and a half million, but it says in parentheses, again, estimated. <laughs> they really want you to know we have no idea how much we spent they, on this fucking oh, movie. They just watched it. They're like, that's 1.5 right there. 75% of the budget went towards the fucking red ass. It's 101 <laughs> minutes, but they have no idea what the fuck they spent their money on. Oh my god. All right. So guys, in all seriousness, this week... <laughs> don't <laughs> next Easter don't watch those you know don't watch Charlie Brown it's the great Easter basket watch Shockwell this, mo- <laughs> this movie has something to do with Easter no it's nothing to do with Easter oh thank I god I watched it on Easter that's what it has to do with Easter anyway we went on and on about this don't give me any the ideas the name is Game Master and Strobe Light I will fucking so I can click them and go to separate I will Easter. start planning this to be next week's episode suddenly. Stop it. Oh, man. Who's next? Who wants to recommend something next? Carlo, we ain't heard from you in a minute. Sorry about that, though. No, <laughs> it's his fault. This is all I'm, his I'm having fault. fun here. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that Shakma. Carlo, uh, is there anything you want to recommend to, to, to the listeners? Yeah, yeah. Um... While I compose myself, hang on. You keep going. I'm going to mute my mic for a minute. There, there's there's uh, there's a guy. film I saw recently that I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called Thunder Road um, from 2018. It's directed by Jim Cummings. He's the one that directed. Maybe you've seen this one, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, uh, which is a recent good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I haven't one. seen that one, but uh, Thunder Road is like his second film, I think. Um, he released it. He had, he had done a short that was basically the premise of the film where it features a cop um, just uh, in, the, in his, at, at his mother's funeral and he's just doing this awkward eulogy for his mother. And it's just a one continuous shot 
as you see him stand up and do his awkward eulogy where he's trying to um, sing and dance Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road. Um, and, and it's a weird mixture of comedy and horror, uh, comedy and drama, sorry. Um, so the feature film that he released a couple of years after sort of expands on that. And he's this police officer. He, he stars in the film also. He's the, he's the police officer, Jim Cummings. And he's this officer that's trying to deal with a lot of issues in his life. I mean, his mother just died. He's getting divorced. Um, his young daughter doesn't want to know anything about him. Um, he's having trouble at work. And it, it's, again, a weird mixture of comedy and drama. And he, he does a great job at that. Direction is pretty cool. He uses a lot of static uh, continuous shots. And it, it, it was pretty good. It's well acted. There's really not uh, any known actors, any notable actors, but everybody well, holds his Jim own. And guy, I thought it was pretty good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jimmy Cummings was the actor who was in Halloween Kills last year. Who was uh, it was, yeah. the cop in the flashback? Yeah, scene. same guy. He was? Okay. Yeah, he okay. Was. That's what I thought. There you go. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, um, this is based on a short you said? Yes, correct? the short was from 2016. Yes, yes. Same title, on the road. Yeah. And the, the short is like 10, 10 minutes or something that you can pretty much look for it on. Uh, I think that he's he has an account on Vimeo where you can watch it, but probably if you go to YouTube, you can find it too. I was about to say, can you find it yeah, on I'm YouTube? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find it, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can find anything on All YouTube. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Uh, who else? Who else we got? Sorry, I'm... I'm I got sidetracked. I haven't gone yet. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you going to recommend? What do you got for a score? Um, I haven't really watched any movies that have stood out, just because I haven't had much time, but I have been watching right. a series on Hulu. Uh, it's called The Dropout. Uh, it just recently um, got released, I think, within the past month or two. But uh, it's the basically biopic about uh, Elizabeth Holmes and the whole Theranos uh, scandal. You guys know anything about that? Yeah, I was I was watching. I get to the last episode, and Ed, and, and and suddenly Ed's Hulu account has lapsed, and I can't finish. <laughs> oh no, oh, shit! shit. I, yeah. If you remind me, yeah, yeah, you lapsed your Hulu. I had one episode. It was one episode left of it. She does a hell of a job. Sean, if you remind me, I'll I'll send you mine. I just have like a thirty day free trial just to watch this, but I I'll send it to you. It's good for like a couple more weeks, so you can finish. Yeah, I think because I think it's it's what maybe six or seven episodes. Yeah, I think I'm on the same boat as you. I think I'm on like the last episode or second to last episode, but it's yeah. I was I'm surprised you got. I was doing it weekly. I thought I had that canceled a month ago. <laughs> no, it got I, literally I, I, like because they were dropping every it. week, and and I went to bring it. I went to log in to see this week's right. or that final week's episode uh, of uh of the dropout. Sure enough, and you know it had lapsed. I mean, you know, I know uh, not a big no, deal. I, I intentionally didn't because I, I I don't watch it. I really don't. And yeah, it's, I was using like like I was glad to get yours just because I was curious about these buyers. Yeah, right. like the, the the Pam and Tommy thing. Yeah, that that's gonna be my yeah. next one. But anyway. That was fun. Yeah, the the dropout is just interesting. I've been following the Theranos scandal ever since it broke, you know, back in 2015, because it's just, I can't believe it was like $9 billion was invested in this company, and they had nothing, no technology. Yeah, she was nothing. like, I'm just going to keep faking it until I make it. Yeah. There's an, there's a, there's pretty, I, I, I got fully educated on it right before the series dropped, because there was, um, um, 
I think it's on Netflix. It was about, it, it's an actual documentary. Yeah, there's a couple. About there's a couple. Yeah, there was whatever ones on either HBO Max or Netflix recently. You know, and yeah, Amanda Seyfried does a hell of a job, like mimicking oh, she does. Like, the way the girl, yeah, the way she drops her voice. Yeah, she, you know, she nails it. Yeah, uh, she's great in it. Um, I mean, the whole cast is great in it, and you know, yeah. obviously they, you had Stephen Fry in there. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously they had to cut some stuff, uh, just to you know make it palatable for a series, but I think it covers the main beats, and I think it does a good job of kind of having different sides because you do feel sympathetic for elizabeth holmes even though she was a terrible liar and swindled billions yeah, of dollars <laughs> they put you know millions of lives at risk and you know yeah the, I, the shits you I, know her, her her future in a box would never quite work right yeah but at least it was a great idea don't get me wrong yeah but it just wasn't I, possible but it, it was no it's, it was just interesting how they i liked how they counterbalanced obviously what she did was terrible and they address that, but at least you do somewhat kind of get a glimpse into her mindset, I guess, as to why she would yeah. do it. And I don't know. I it, it's honestly, I, be, I I believe that you know it started as you know a passion project to change the world, and then it just became she was going to be the first you know woman CEO. You know what I mean? Like that skyrocketed right to her head too. Would she drop out halfway through her freshman year and find, yeah. And founded the company. Yeah, it was like her sophomore you know. year or something like that. Yeah. She was only, she never finished college. She was not even halfway through and then just put this team together and, and, you know, kept everybody in the dark with the exception of her weird little, you know, May December relationship with what's his name, Sammy, Sonny uh, Balswani, yeah. Sonny, Sonny yeah, Balswani. Yeah, he's on trial right now. So Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty. She's going to jail probably. Uh, I don't think I would. I would hope. I don't think they they're sentencing her. I believe at the end of the year, but I can't imagine she's gonna skate jail time. But no, um, no. I mean the intentions may be good, but the lives she put at risk outweigh all that. Right, and then Sunny is on trial right now. But yeah, I just wanted to say the series. Even if you're not um, up to date on anything that's going on, I think you can still watch the series and enjoy. Yeah, it. it'll educate you. Yeah. So I, I, I just want to say that I've never heard of this series before. I'm very up to date on the story. I would really like to see it. Uh, what did you say it was again? It's called The Dropout. Drop okay. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I, I'm very up to date on this story. It's very intriguing. Holy shit. <laughs> I'll send you guys the Hulu login because uh, it's only good for a couple weeks, so you got to binge it, though, if you actually want to watch Yeah, shit, if nothing else, I'm, I'm just, I need it for like an hour tonight so I can get that last episode in. Yeah, this, this story's always been very intriguing discipline. to me, so I'm, I'm excited. To yeah, I've, I've known about it in the background circle for years, but so I never I wanna, really I want to give a shout-out to the Company Man. It's a YouTube channel that literally just, like, oh, does yeah, yeah, a deep yeah. dive into companies for, like, ups and downs of their, uh, I guess, financial status. Yeah. But they did an episode on it about a year ago, and ever since then, I've just been infatuated with this, so... Yeah, it's just a crazy story, and I think I, I'm hopefully people in Silicon Valley take it seriously more so. It's just I can't believe people put millions and billions without ever seeing any of the tech or anything else. Right? She was just a cons. She was a consummate, but one thing she was great at was being a bullshit artist. Oh yeah, man. 
They'd come to visit. Oh yeah, we're they're clean. We're they're 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 clean in the lab today. You can't go. We'll take your nine million dollar check, but we can't let you behind that door right there. That shows what your nine million dollars buys. Right. Now that's crazy. You know? But uh, I was... and the fact that it, I was surprised at how much weight. Um, um, what's his name? Iron Michael Ironside put on. Oh yeah, he looks different in that. He yeah. yeah, he's like for for a while. I'm like, that's not. Oh my god, like he put on like. Obviously, I don't think it was for this role, but you know, <laughs> no, I game, I heard Michael game. Ironside's like sick, not doing good, like health wise. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like he, but he's very very over, like unhealthily overweight, yeah. not like slovenly fat, but he's not the slim down Michael Ironside you used to from, you know, Total Recall and. You know, Christ, it's Sam Fisher, for Christ's sakes. There was a chance there he was going to star as Sam Fisher at one point ten years ago when Peter Berg was going to make the Splinter Cell movie. He's like, I'm fucking bringing Ironside. <laughs> fucking hey, we're doing it right. I was down with that, man. Love me some Splinter Cell. Anyway, let me just close it out by saying. Yeah, out. Sorry, man. But you and I are on the same wavelength yeah, yeah. with that. It just got the got the job and yeah, dropout, awesome series. Uh, I also like just because it's different point of views, not just Elizabeth Holmes. Like it kind of transitions after a few episodes, and you kind of see more. So dropout, awesome series on Hulu. Yeah, you're seeing like her, you know, even her employees are like, especially Stephen Fry's character, like something not quite, you know, something's rotten in Denmark. You know, it drove that poor guy to the brink, man. All right. Is that did everybody go? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all got to recommend it. Well, I guess that is uh gonna wrap it up. It's the end of the episode, as they call it. There it is. There it is. Uh, next week we've got two episodes coming. Tuesday we're gonna be talking about the Batman. Now that it's on HBO Max, and we all have uh, we all saw it together in the theater, except for Justin and now. Justin can yeah. see it, and we can all watch it and talk, talk, talk. Uh, I watched it again last night. I cannot wait to watch it again this weekend. I am wearing out the play button on HBO <laughs> Max, dude. I'm going to have a lot, a lot to say, and thank you for that movie ticket a couple weeks ago, pal. No, you're welcome. You did me a solid, got me out of the house, and for a good cause, because you know how I feel about dropping 18 bucks on a ticket. I would say that was worth the 18 bucks if I came out of pocket, man. Fucking, yeah, I'm looking forward to forward to talking about it. Looking forward to watching it for my third time. Probably even my fourth. Yeah, looking forward to it. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to that. And also our RoboCop episode coming that follows on Thursday that me and Corey are doing. Hell yeah. Uh, the original, 87. Not that 2014 bullshit. Oh, hell no. You'd be getting somebody else to do that shit. I ain't fucking talking about uh, that. No, I might, I, might, I, might, I might jump in on that with you guys because I got some fond memories of the theater. Yeah, it's good stuff. Is it streaming anywhere? Do you, you don't have it on Voodoo, do you? It is on Voodoo. You got it on your I Voodoo? On I thought Voodoo. so. Okay. Yeah, so. Wasn't there, did, didn't Beerhoven like, like drop an extended cut a while back? It's no? not that much longer. It's just a little bit goyer in some It's scenes. Yeah, I, it's what I... I but yeah, it's it wasn't there, like, like, you know... Extra fifteen minutes, like stripes was or nothing. Nothing like insane. That. No, the 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 arrow discs that I uh, just got on four K, they actually restored that as well as the rated. Oh really? Yeah. So, which I mean, like, what's is it just Dude, maybe it, a couple extended gore it shots? Is, or? It is. No, the, the extended cuts a different beat, different beats on its own. Not a lot of, 
a lot of squibs and everything. And the disc itself, Arrow went all out on this release. So uh, that's we're getting oh, that. More more on that uh, yeah. Thursday. But you got you got that on you got that on a 4K disc there, don't you? Yeah, but they have it on Blu-ray as well. Corey. Yeah, I got I the, Blu-ray the Blu-ray copy. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That had that, that extended cut. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, uh, Corey? You mind laying it's it on me, dude? Sean, I want to lay eyes the, on that. The, the copy on my Voodoo is the unrated cut. Oh, it's oh, it is, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, perfect, perfect. It's not all much right, cool. of a difference. It's just added gore. That's all. But still, that's that's all right, man. So, Beerhoven was the tits back in the fucking um, early 80s, early nineties. And it's so funny that Carlo is here because we also have an episode on us. Yeah. Well, at the time of this recording, it drops tomorrow, but it'll be out by the time this episode drops. So yeah. Check that episode out for sure. Um, and yeah, don't forget to follow us over at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, email, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, shit's in the episode notes, plus at the top of the show I listed them all. Uh, yeah, Corey, Andrew, Sean, Carlo, any last words before we depart? Uh, Corey, don't forget to shoot that Hulu login over on the thread, man. At least so I can wrap up. To the people! Oh, to the people, um, Sig Parvis Magna. There you go. Anyone else? Wow, for you. Whistle, whistle. Bye, guys. <laughs> right on, toots. Watch. Well. Alvida Zane. <laughs> Alvida Zane, good day. All right, well, as the saying at the end of each episode goes, this concludes our broadcast day. Take care now. Bye-bye. Peace. This concludes our broadcast day.